This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. Main Hustle Media Podcasts are recorded on the ancestral lands of the Chumash, Tongva, Hohokam, and Yucateco Maya people, and we wish to pay our respects to the people of those nations, both past and present. When I see that live in the corner, here we go. <laughs> Welcome to... I did not... You go? You ready to go? Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Blurred Comics, the podcast about blackness and blurred. Yes, exactly. Black shit and blurred shit and blackness you, you, you and all that the... one. You want to yes, do that one more time? Let's start over. <laughs> Here we go. Welcome to... <laughs> see, I can't even do it. That, let's just get past it. How are you guys doing? This is Sean <laughs> Like they know if you hear, you know where you hear and know right, what right. we are. But this is well, we, we comics. Get, we mess up the beginning every time. So yeah, the dynamics do. This just, is yes, messing around. We this is I blurred vision, and that up there is the Blazion blurred. And today we are joined by the team from Fifty Fifty Comics. A uh, little history, yeah, the opposite direction. Yeah, a uh, little history about how we all connected is um, those of y'all know. I used to co-own a comic book shop here in in Houston called Gulf Coast Comics, which still exists on Stewart Street. So if you're in Houston, go down there. Um, and I met. Uh, one of the creators that works on comics that are produced by y'all, uh, Leon, and he, uh, we chit-chatted in the shop whenever he was in the shop, and then we were at Comic Palooza. We were supposed to be on the same panel, but we got split because our panels got scheduled at the same time. So at that Comic Palooza, we talked about getting y'all on here, and then life has just been what it's been ever since then. So we finally got yeah. it worked out. So now we got y'all. So uh, Ricky, yeah. Nisha, why don't you tell us a little bit about Fifty Fifty Comics and tell us about y'all? Well, I will let Ricky start. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I will. <listen. laughs> All right, so I've been with Fifty Fifty Comics for about we're in twenty we're in twenty twenty three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say I've been with them for about like four or five years. Uh, I'm the author of uh, Silas. Silas is my character. Um, you know, uh, it's always been a dream of mine to write a comic book. I've always, um, I've always been a writer, and I've always loved comics. Always been, always been into manga. Always been into anime. Always been into DC, Marvel. Any anything I could get my hands on that wasn't reality was pretty yeah. awesome, awesome to me. <laughs> so, um, you know, yeah, I love uh, I love being able to write. I love having the opportunity to um, have a character actually come to life through Fifty Fifty Comics. So it's it's really nice working with them. Um, the story I don't know if you guys have read any of them. Um, like Lycos or Trapper, Hurricane Ida or anything, but we've got. I've really- seen Silas, but I haven't had a chance to read any of them oh, that's, yet because that's honestly, the best one. I don't know what anybody else will tell you. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> you know, it's really we're not biased. We're not biased like the best one right there. Like no, like completely unbiased opinion. You know, <laughs> I just know I've read them. You know, I've read them all, and you gotta say like, if I had to. If I had to um, give my honest opinion, yeah, Silas is probably the best one. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I am the co-owner and uh, COO of Fifty Fifty Comics. I am the mom of the group. Like I keep all these guys with all these great ideas that want to write off on tangents, kind of in check and. <laughs> 
and make us, you know, more of the cohesive part. So uh, the way it actually is really funny because like you guys grew up together, me and Lee actually went to college together. So like, mm. and he was always drawing back then and I was always writing back then and I was doing like poetry series and going to cosplay and doing all kinds of stuff. And then the way we all got together was we used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! In, wow, okay. in college. So, yes. so we would just sit around and, you know, between Yu-Gi-Oh!, Dungeons and Dragons, Pokemon, and all of that stuff, just kind of have our own big geek fest. And, you know, like up here in Cleveland, that's like literally the only thing. Like I grew up on Pogs, Slammers, Jacks, yeah. <laughs> comic book cards, and then like the original X-Men. Not, 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 not this new stuff today, but yeah, yeah. yeah. X Men you know, is kind of the only thing we got to like. I don't know if maybe it's a California, like maybe that's what we're figuring out. This might have been right. a California black nerd thing. We weren't allowed to be because, like, I had to hide going into the liquor store where the spinner rack was to get comics because you know we didn't have a comic shop in our neighborhood or whatever. And I would have to like grab them real fast and stuff like that. And then he and I didn't know, so maybe it was a California black nerd thing. We couldn't be. No, I mean, I think every kind of like, I guess every community has its own little kind of culture kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I come from Cleveland Heights, we're super diverse. And like Lee came from Warrensville, where if you didn't play sports, you know, mm-hmm. you consider not making it anywhere. So uh-huh. a lot of our vision behind doing 50-50 comics was to show that we can give uh, people in a either predominantly black or predominantly mixed minority area the idea that they can do anything. It doesn't right. have to be either sports or uh, uh, some serious job like being a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. So, mm. and when we launched in 2018, it was so funny because we were like, he was like, let's just do a comic book. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I just <laughs> finished my business degree. He, you know, he finished art school and I'm like, all right, let's do it. He's like, I already got people. I'm like, you do? So, I met Ricky in 2018 and he's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, and it's just been on and popping. Super exciting. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's awesome. Now you said you wrote poetry and such. Was it hard to kind of go into that medium, a different medium, or is it just, you knew how to write. So you were like, I'm right in it. Not really. I think honestly, it was like, we kind of just literally, a lot of it is just writing. So like I wrote my way out of a lot of stuff. So I wrote my way out of depression in high school, uh, being odd and everything else or feeling like I was an ugly duckling. And then when I got into longer, shorter stories, like I started writing essays and stuff in college for English, of course. And it just, you know, made more sense to just keep writing. So (laughs) now now you're putting it in the context of like, oh, what if your character has a superpower? And I'm like, okay, let's go. There it is. is. Yeah. So in our first episode, our first issue, which is the Natura Mars is the end is my beginning. I actually designed Mars as an indigenous female character. One, because we have not seen like indigenous culture and comics since like, the early 90s when gargles was on right (laughs) and then before that it was like back in the 80s under marvel and maybe dc and then there was some indie pop cultures that kind of did a little bit of a spinoff but and they were always kind of like 
Yeah, it was like a one and done. They weren't yeah. real. And now they're getting really popular again. So well, actively right now, there's like mainstream, there's Echo. So Echo's <laughs> coming back and, and getting their own or has their own book line and things like that. I'm actually ho I'm actually moderating a panel tomorrow or uh, Saturday at UT for BIPOC pop that is super heroic indigeneity. Um, which is where wow. I'm going to be talking to a bunch of panelists and two of them have made books that are about indigenous or, or um, Latino hybrid indigenous characters as well. Um, so, man, the research for that has been tough. It is. It's really <laughs> like, tough. it's still hard to, like, try to find. <laughs> it's really tough. And then I picked the one odd squad. Like, she couldn't just be, ch uh, like, Cherokee or Navajo. She had to be from the Paramaquoddy squad, which wow. is, like, northern Maine. Like, the population is like literally 15%. Mm. <laughs> There's like nobody up there. And I'm like, okay, so we're like doing all the background and demographics, but a lot of our characters come from like a mixed culture. Like even with uh, Hurricane Ida, uh, she was Japanese American or Korean American. And then um, they talk about her descent and like um, her cultural backgrounds and how her grandmother is tied to uh, different armies from back in the day. And that's how she inherits her powers. So a lot of them, they are doing like some serious research on them. Um, Ricky, if you want to explain, you know, your cultural background with your character. Oh, Silas is. Uh, yeah. Cause we went back and forth about saying he was Samoan. Then we called yeah, him. Right. <laughs> oh, he's Filipino. He's Filipino and uh, African-American. Okay. Yeah. I, so that was an accident. I didn't even know y'all have mixed characters. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of mixed characters. It's crazy. That's try to try to be really inclusive. Uh, that one's based on my little brother, who's actually Filipino and African American. Mm. Straight. Okay. See, we're this military kids, fine. so besides the fact that we're mixed, like everybody we know is all <laughs> like everybody. We, like all everybody. the kids, military kids, were mixed. We know a lot yeah. of black Filipino kids too that they would have loved to have had a hero that looked like them. Man, growing right. up. Now the 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 name fifty fifty. Where did that come from? So fifty fifty comics. Actually, Lee and Leon uh, came up with that name uh, based on their history. You know, because they're brothers. So a lot of it is that Leon's brought the writing, and then Lee brings the art. So they kind of merge the two worlds, and then that's kind of how we uh, carried that dynamic along the ways of just like matching an artist with the words. So, okay, right, right. if um, like Ricky's drawing Silas or writing Silas and everything, and then um, he may have a co-writer or whatever, we try and figure out who matches their words. So Lee kind of took over and he he already envisioned, and Silas is by far our sexiest character in <laughs> our <laughs> <laughs> comic book series. I mean, I have, every time I put him out, like I'll put a poster out and everybody goes, damn. <laughs> <laughs> is he I, real? I well. Can I meet the real Silas? <laughs> like, no, he's not, but he's like our rock. Like, he's our Dwayne Johnson of the group. So, <laughs> we, but it, in, in each interpretation, everybody kind of does their thing. We have one artist who actually does everything in complete watercolors. So, oh, no. oh that's what yeah. So, and so he's actually matched up with our Lycos character right now. So, for Brandon, he kind of does all of his Metal Wolf comics and stuff and that thing and he's actually doing my second issue in watercolors which looks mm. really good I, i'm really into trying different mediums for for comics and i think watercolors is probably like you can do a lot with 
the fantasy aspect of the story too if you go that direction i i would love to see that um Sean Bay, before we get in, do you want to ask the question yeah. that you ask and then <laughs> right. we'll ask that? Well, I brought up the 50 50s because I, I grew up when I was growing up, I mean, just to bring the whole mixed everything back together. <laughs> is that when I was growing up, you know, when you play when you play football, I was, you know, I was a football guy. So I went and I was 64, my number was 64, but then I went and I picked 50. So my number, my number throughout everything has just been 50. And the reason I picked it. And it's just, I mean, it's just little kid, you know. Big biracial yeah. energy. It, right, you know what I'm saying? It was like, I'm 50% white, I'm 50% black. <laughs> so I was like, hey, I'm going to be 50. So that was That's before cool. that DNA shit came out. I was like, nah, you like 23%. <laughs> 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 You're white, two eighths, and two fourths. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it was going to be fractions. Man, but, the fractions freak you out when you fractions. have a full identity. Like, so I'm black, Japanese, and colonizer british i like to say to be more very specific about my grandparent um and i like i was terrified to find out how that was going to impact my black you know not just that i already know i have a, a white grandparent right. but that how how yeah the percentage we can't pay attention to percentages because i grew up black i didn't know anything yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like on this show, we like to bring it up at the starting of the show. We like to ask a question, and we like to do it in a little Jackson Jackson, uh, uh, Janet Jackson, a little bit. We to say, "What have you done, blurdy, lately?" Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> talk, but I, we just asked. We asked the guests, "What have you done, blurdy, lately?" Lately. What have you done, blurdy, lately? Nancy, you want to go first on this one? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> she thank you. She thank you. Bro, I've been. Uh, I'm a um, I'm a gypsy, so I travel a lot, and I get to uh, go to different states and and do uh, and run my business outside of the comic books and stuff. But I've all I've been making it a point to attend Comic Cons in Vegas, where I'm based at. Mm. So I just attended Level Up Con, which is the okay. big Vegas con. All that's there's going to be all year. So I've been doing that, and I've been doing it in full cosplay. Oh. Nice. So I've been actually cosplaying. I went as Inuyasha the first day. Oh, my, my anime crush growing up. <laughs> went as uh, Tanjiro <laughs> the second day, and then I made up a character the third day. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we we need to plan ours for when we do New York this year, but we both yes. we both separately cosplay as well. We just haven't done yeah. a tag team one yet. Haven't done it. We have to get it get it together. Um. What I did blurdy lately was I went to my uh, daughter Rice. I have a, I have two daughters. One's beans, one's rice. One's brown, and one's a little whiter. <laughs> but, um, but I went to Rice's uh, um, classroom and read some books, and uh, you know they loved it because I, you know, I like doing little voices, Do voices. And, and changing it up, and it was, you know, it was really cool. So they and they brought out some like superhero little books and all of that stuff. So it was, it was really cool that I, you know, that I went in there and, and, and was able to do that. Hey, yeah. That's sweet. Yo, Brandon, man, what up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so, sorry, I'm late. You know, I'm a night rider. You know, I'm, I'm out here catching the inspiration of, of the, of the night skies in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> I see. <I> more. <laughs> What's going on y'all? How y'all doing? What's, ha- what's happening? Hey, Brandon, why don't you introduce yourself real fast and then we'll get back to Anisha answering her question. Oh, yes, ma'am. Um, well, uh, I am Brandon X. Bell, um, creator of and writer of Lycos. I am uh, a part of 
am blessed and honored to be a part of the 5050 Comics family. Uh, I'm also a radio host uh, with TMI Radio on Redline Radio, Saturdays at 6 p.m. Uh, I'm an actor, writer, film producer, and very, very blessed to be a part of this team. Nice. Indeed. That's me. <laughs> so I had asked if you, if I mean, I know you're probably listening, but I had asked, what have you done blurdy lately? We are getting to Nisha. Here, this way. Yeah. Oh, we going this way for real? <laughs> if you're not ready, we can bring it back to Brandon no, if you're not way. ready yet. Right? See, I'm going. All right, so Blurdy this week, um, I actually have been in the community. We did uh, Junior Con this week here in Cleveland. So I literally teamed up with Lake Erie Inc., which is a local arts for kids program um, that serves anybody from the age of 8 to 18, teaching them about comics, how to write comics, how to draw their comics. They team them up with multiple artists and illustrators. And so I worked the con, we did a panel, and I hung out with some kids this week. And then this week coming up, I am doing Lunch Bunch at one of the local elementary schools where I'm teaching fourth and fifth graders how to draw and create their comic book characters and worlds. Which my my drawing skills are not as vast as the other artists on my team, but Mm. I can show a little stick figure, make it look like a girl. <laughs> get, their, get their mind going. <laughs> That's fun. Man, I would I'd like I've said this forever how I wish I could have had something like that as a kid, just like a chance to pair with an artist or something. Um back when I kind of had art skill, you know, like when you kind of let it go mm-hmm. after a while and and now I don't know. I could probably draw a stick figure too, but I couldn't I couldn't go full full into it. That's that's I'm into that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's all about the story. If you got a good story, your stick figures they're gonna do they're gonna do wondrous things. That's right. fair, cause cause I we've seen some things like at cons, like little independent things that the the art was adequate, but the yeah, what yeah. the story you know the story but the story was, was like really okay, good. that's pulling me in. That's yeah pulling yeah. Me in. Like, you got to use the stick figures to your advantage. Just call it the stick figure family. Actually, right. that's what I, right. I did that in film school. So I um I had this uh, my short film was ready to go. I was supposed to shoot. I had actors and everything, and um the last minute my uh my production class said that i had to return the camera a day earlier so that made me that made me lose all of my acting day like all my actors and everything like that so i had one night to get it done it was it, it was basically someone of privilege needed the camera so someone of someone of me didn't get a chance to keep it yeah. so i ended up doing a stick figure like like car- construction paper cutouts but i was doing the stick figure so that i could i just turned my script into an animated thing I mean, artistically, it was garbage, but <laughs> I, I got the grade. So it's never yeah, garbage. It's, Art is it's not right. garbage. Yeah. Right. Brandon, what, what have you is, done, Blurdy, Blurdy yeah. lately? Uh, Blurdy lately? Um, well, I'm always working with my team. Uh, you know, uh, working on the latest uh, Lycos issue. Uh, doing. I'm I'm a blurred at heart, so I've been uh, watching a lot of. Um, uh, you know, just comic book movies uh, lately, um, and then just just really just kind of just get to the, to the Lycos next issue. Um, so you know, that's as far as blurred I could go. Um, I watched the episode yeah. of Star Wars uh, of uh, you know, oh, the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, Disney Plus, yeah, Mandalorian, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. 
You know, I, I can't get into the Star Wars too much. I think I'm too far behind. Um, but well, the problem is if you're getting like, into Billy it now. Williams? That's the only problem. I was like, where's yeah. Billy <laughs> <laughs> I know they, they pulled me in with Carl Weathers, though. They yeah. were like, hold on. Yeah. Oh, Carl Weathers? My Carl man. Weathers, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carl, you know? Yeah, so. man. I'm like, okay, okay. So we we in his... We... Yeah, now, now there's what? A total of four black people in the Star Wars universe? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wait, yeah. five? The whole universe, five. yo. Well, yeah, five. Because you got... Ten, you got um, you got Billy D. You got Carl Weathers. You got um, John Boyega. You got Tandy Newton and Samuel L. Jackson. And Samuel L. Jackson. So that's five. Okay. Technically, Kit Fisto, the actor who played Kit Fisto, you could tell because he's an amphibian. You could tell that was it's a boy. Crazy. Like, you could just I thought, didn't Donald Glover play? Uh... He did, and he played oh, young. Donald Glover was in it too. Yeah, All right. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he played Billy D.'s character. So yeah, we got. So that gets us like six or that's... seven. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, there's more Wayne family members than the entire black people in Star Wars. Like, I know. <laughs> right. Like, I know. Like the, the entire Wayne family outnumbers the amount of black people. <laughs> that is wild. And you you know there's a black planet out there. You know that. You what have to there? know that there's They're a planet. They're not going there, though. Why, like, like, got, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. It's like several, you know? Well, here's, <laughs> here's what they do. Where do you think Darth Vader got his his fit from? Like, ain't no right. You know what I'm saying? Only brothers walking around with the all black, all with the cape, and you know what I'm saying, and the shiny helmet. Like that boy he got was just fresh. He got, he from got that from somewhere. Oh yeah, and then Rosario Dawson, who's playing. Man, That's right, Rosario is a. The so this is how Star Wars does black planets or Asian planets or whatever. They turn us into aliens. So the black folks are the. Um, the uh yeah <laughs> jar jar that's um, a jamaican the, the oh, minstrel yeah. the minstrel plan. <laughs> um uh so the the twi'leks are the enslaved and the chew and um the like Chewbacca's people, they're the enslaved. So those are the black planets. Right. Yo, and they did us the... like that in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The two towers, uh, the big wow. uh, dudes with the dreadlocks. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? like like those are the those are the black people. Like we mm-hmm. was the savages trying to trying to take our little Frodo and them. And the Asians are the <laughs> uh, the merchants, the um, like the Japanese, the clear like Japanese accented English speakers are those like amphibian looking. Um, hmm. Things too. That's, that's how funny. that's how Star Wars does it. Does black and brown folks in it? Um, Star Wars. This is why I just stick to Star Trek. You Star, you know what? <laughs> I feel like I'm supposed to be more into Star Warf? Trek than I right. am. War. Lisa, Lisa, we got to watch Picard. I want to see. I want to see. Yeah, I haven't seen Picard. I didn't even realize I got up to three seasons. Like I didn't. And you know our hey, and you know our boy Lavar is on there. So, oh, yeah, so this is Burton. the last Uncle. season. This is actually the last season of Picard. And, okay. Um, the reason one, he's ninety. So, well, no, he's eighty-five, <laughs> okay. but he's ninety. He's so a he's frail. Much, he's he's you know he's outran his thing. But they want to kind of. Um, this is also the anniversary year, so they're kind of bringing back mm. all of them, and they're trying to tie all of them into like what he's doing this year, which I think is awesome. Because I really like the fact that they pro- they crisscrossed. Uh, generations with deep space nine and so now oh, they're, wow. they're going to keep going and now but the generational gaps that you're now seeing like now that card has a son who's like 40 years old it's just there's so many different things that they're doing with it mm. like oh it's crazy because okay. nobody knew about Girardi's kid we're like where the hell did she come from like when did he have a kid he's blind like who do you right. speak with? Like you're trying to figure out. All Black people kids. can't need to get some too. 
Well, no. Hey, look, he... I, I ain't got to have no eye. Look. I mean, unless he adopted, I honestly wasn't seeing him hooking up with anybody in all right, in some right. seasons of Generation. So it's kind of, I was like, where the hell, are you, you know, like when, when? That's listen, the, hey, that's the, hey, that's when they go, that's when they go behind the screen. They, you know, he in the bar, like. Uh, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle is out there on these yeah. streets, blind or not. He, he's, and I he, think it's. He's doing the the Ray Charles thing where he shakes yeah. the hand and he gets that yeah. wrist just to make sure. I got a beautiful. Question, though. Is is like is the TV show stuff is that connected to them 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 whack ass movies? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say, but like because oh, I was like shit. Oh, yeah, we're grown. Oh, okay, cool. we're grown. Yeah. Listen, all right, well, if that's the case, I was watching that whack, those whack ass Star Star uh, Star Trek movies. That just, oh, with the Chris. Uh, yeah, like yo, like what, like and see, that was some blurdy I did. The last couple of days, I, I I was bored, and I and, and like I would end up watching it. I was like, "Yo, let me just check it out," because I'm I'm right. like I'm trying to get into Star Trek. Right. And I'm watching. I'm like, "This is this is terrible." Yeah. This the, is the the J.J. Abrams ones. Yeah. I kind of feel like they they tried to start out well. They did, like it has some good one. moments. It has some good moments. Yeah, but was, the first didn't two. Stick the landing. At all, ever. Yeah. Once and even like I don't like to say anything bad against um against the um who's the dude? Who's my dude? The guy the 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 Roddenberry? No, no, no. Um, no. (laughs) 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 Idris. Idris. The one that Idris was in was garbage, and I don't want to say it was garbage because Idris was in it, but you know, it was garbage. Idris Elba. I mean, Idris is in a couple things that were garbage, so fair. But listen, speaking of speaking of that, Luther comes back on Friday. I like Luther comes back on Friday. Double did bad movies out loud. That is like breaking yeah. black codes. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. he, we got to be behind it at all. No matter what. He's, no, we don't. Edward <laughs> Bozeman. Like, here's the thing. They may have cast that man is the British people, but we know Bozeman. who really wrote it, and it just kind of still sucked. Yeah. Uh, Listen, you know? I think Idris, Idris is like um, Samuel Jackson in that he'll take a job. Yeah. Like he don't. Yeah, he don't really even be the janitor. I mean, that lion, like, that, that lion movie. But it just the show. It the movie just doesn't. You know, it doesn't grow with him. Like it his doesn't. character, like either outshines the movie mm-hmm. or it's just right there on the cusp where you're just like, God, just die already. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Samuel Jackson and the shark movie, or no, Snakes on the Plane. Yes. Hey, snakes Bro, on a plane. That was a classic right now. That's a classic. That's a look, classic. you can't bet right like, now. Like, you should have went with Deep Blue Sea. We are, we are, we are classic, gonna leave Deep Blue Sea alone. And we're not gonna talk about snakes on the plane. He can't do anything wrong. My dad cannot do anything wrong. Yeah. He's tired of the motherfuckers. But at the same time, you had to say, please just die already. You were ready for it. It's like watching Anaconda, and you were just like, just die already and my favorite part of anaconda when, when cube goes this snakes i did this big like <laughs> you on the you are already on the the, the boat you was we was already out here you're already out crazy here. is my man he read the script and agreed to say that line like <laughs> that part that was not a, that was not an ad lib like, or anything like, hey, was, man, can, can i say something that sounds a little bit smarter than this bro like this, yes. this yes. little like i am i am a cameraman like in this movie like i know something right 
Right, right. Like, you know, hello, Ice Cube, man. Anaconda. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. seen Cocaine Bear then? And saw his I have seen son, Cocaine Bear. I have seen Cocaine Bear. I was like, wait, is that Ice Cube's son? I'm like, wait a minute. O'Shea. Yeah, O'Shea, O'Shea Jr. O'Shea Jr. Um, is there. They, he has a what line like that that's so that's bad. It. I forget. What was that? <laughs> In Cocaine Bear, he has a line that's so bad that I'm just sitting here like, come on. Like, they just, like, you you know you would be there in that moment being like, I'm black. I can't say this. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. There's too many white people movie. around for me I to say I want to see that movie. I want to try to find that line that you're talking about. Don't tell me. You'll know the second. Yeah. You'll, know uh, wanna, You'll know it. Find the line. Um, yeah. Isaiah is in that movie, and he doesn't say, he says shit, but he doesn't say shit. shit. And that really stressed me out because I was waiting for it the, the whole he, time. He, he has was to. He has he, to. He, it's it's kind of like motherfucker was dead. You yeah. have to say motherfucker in a movie if you're Samuel L. Jackson. If you're Isaiah Whitlock, you have to say she. But he he's in a he's in a Disney movie and they allow him to say motherfucker one time. Who? I'm joking. I'm just saying they have to let you. Like, yeah, he said that yeah. one part. He in the background, like motherfucker, right. and then he, just go and right he, past he real quick. And, I, and it's like a part of the song. Like you got to hear it. It's like a part right. of the yeah, it's a part of the yeah. song. Yeah, when he Flip disintegrates. <laughs> yeah, right before he did Bruno. I mean, wait, wait, what are we talking about here? In in uh, Infinity War, when the snap happens, yeah, he, right, right when Samuel disintegrates, he goes, There it is. He did, he did. That's right. So, and that counts as a Disney movie, as far as that I'm counts right. as a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. in that case, no, well, I guess oh, they should have they should have gave Owen Wilson his his uh his his uh catchphrase. Wow. What's that? Wow. Yeah, yeah the wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Loki. Wow. <laughs> they didn't give him his wow. They didn't get, they didn't yeah, he hasn't said it yet. We, so we got a question from oh, Lee, which is his team member. All right, but, here we go. Uh, we got a question. What do y'all consider the best interest in a movie? The best villain entrance? Way, villain this entrance. Is, uh, Mr. Lee Johnson, who should have been on the show tonight, Mr. Uh, CEO and founder of 5050 Comics, mm -hmm. and he loves taking over people's podcasts with random <laughs> questions. So, yeah, he get, he, he he's pushing us forward. <laughs> when y'all come back and next time he can come on mm -hmm. and, and next time he just came on, yeah, he should come on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, Lee, Lee's boss man. Um, and I just gotta, hey, just send a message to Lee because he ain't seen me, like, t tell him, please don't hit me again. I'll have the, the latest issue in ASAP. <laughs> oh, you're on, you, you're on a podcast and on a deadline at the same time. Uh, just don't, just tell boss man, and, and see, if Lee can't get to me, he sends Lanisha. And when I wake up in the morning, she'd be pouring hot sauce in my eyes. Right on your, right above you, like. <laughs> yeah, like, if you just, it'd, be Louisiana hot, it'd be Louisiana hot sauce, too. So it's like, it got that extra kick to it. Mm. And, 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 and put it in one eye, on so it, I yeah. can just have one good eye, so I can see the yep. screen. The rest of the day, you just crying. This one. Yeah. Yeah, just one. Yeah, like a like Denzel tear just, from glory. All you gotta just... do is type a hiss in. Yeah, <laughs> So I'm 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 gonna work, I'm gonna be working tonight. I ain't even gonna sleep. I got you both, lady. All Sounds right. Good. So what? Best I mean, first instance. I wanted to say because the Bama Blur did bring up that oh. that Giardi has two children in there. That's true. Um, but his actual daughter plays his child in Picard. That's right. 
I did see that on the on the um, Instagrams. I wanted to say that part, but also let's get to the to Lee's question. Back to the question: What do y'all consider the best villain entrance in a movie? Hmm. See, I don't for a know while, about the best villain entrance, but I do have the best villain exit on deck. The best villain exit. Have y'all seen that 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 gif of? Um, Skeletor going through the portal oh. that looks like a mirror, and then he, his arm yes. goes out, punches it and breaks, but his arm somehow still makes it back into the portal. Yes, that's yes. the best villain exit. That's the best villain exit. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. What'd you get? Best villain entrance Shredder, Ninja Turtles, the first one. <laughs> first one. <laughs> no, when he was walking down the hallway with the long cape joint, and like, like, you yo. Are- you can't tell me that that was yeah. not the coat. Like, you ain't feel something right there. Like, this dude is actually about to kill one of these turtles. Like, you ain't feel that. Like, I feel <laughs> right. You might, yeah, you might have to give up one of the turtles just to see what like, he's doing. Up, like, see what he'll do. <laughs> my man came yeah, in walking. Good. They had, like, the little tambourines on his ankles. So when he was walking, it was like, <laughs> tambourine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know see, what I mean? I think for me, it's going to have to still be Terminator. Like, he was naked. Nowhere, he just like appeared on the road, and, like, and but as naked, yep. that like, that's, that's like some of the hardest people out here. He kills the cop that comes along and just assumes his identity. So, I, mean, I could have sworn I seen that on East 55th today. Just a dude, just a butt naked dude on built, just coming out. That's funny. I got to give it to the Green Ranger. For the, for his for his Ooh, little for they, his little yeah. stretch of a time as a villain, he he turned up. <laughs> he turned up. Yeah, and, that's and, a good. Yes, he was he was just, he was just a thug, he was on man. He was a menace to society. His own, for his own two episodes as a villain, he was like, yeah, I'm gonna show everybody how to do it. And he I'm, was I'm, smacking I'm, them all around. He like, went just, in they met. He went in they Megazord. And they just and they how you just it's like he carjacked you, all of they use like, they all that was personal though because he knew where all the shit was right he knew where you know you walk up somebody's house to pick up the you know i can know where they put the key boom open the door up you feel me someone made him mad my man was was walking around with a gold vest on yo like like (laughs) like you gotta understand like they they just made the green ranger just op you give my man a a, a pocket like a dope-ass flute pocket knife you know pocket knife. Flute pocket knife. You give my man, you give my man golden a gold vest shoulder pad set. You and feel me? Flute. You feel me? He could play an instrumental. That dude don't even know how to play the flute before he became right. a Green Ranger. Off top, right. he just knew how to play the flute. You get flute that, powers. I think that comes with the shoulder pads. You, you be like, boom, you got that shit. It got to, like, it got to. I mean, because you're gonna be like this. And it comes with it. You feel me? You're like, yeah, you in flute yeah. position. You feel me? Yeah. You're in flute position. You, you know what I mean? Like right yeah. here. Bop. Bop. Boom. <laughs> they even gave my man Godzilla. You know what I'm a robot Godzilla. <laughs> they gave dude robot Godzilla. Right. I know Jason was mad. Like, damn it. Like, I've been a leader of this crew. I ain't getting none of this. Like, I ain't. We, 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 we got a name for robot Gojira. What is it? Mecha Gojira. Mecca Gojira. I, I'm I'm Japanese, so I can't say that other word. She can't say Godzilla. I, I can't that's say some, that. Oh, you can't. 
translated. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm <laughs> no, no, you can't. You're good. She can't. She can't. You can say what you, you got to. You're American. I'm, no, yes. I, I, I I'm, fuck Matthew Bottery. I don't even care about him. I'm part- like, I, I, <laughs> Damn, you can pick the worst American version of that movie. That's funny. Like, yo, like, I it's not that we don't, I mean, we may be American, but we don't want to be ignorant. So No, no, right. no. It's, it's, no. it's, it's a long-standing <laughs> joke. Is a long-standing joke that when any anything's Japanese, like, like if I hear the way it's pronounced here, I mean, I'm American too, but I was born here too. But if I hear like, cause we we don't call them Godzilla, Godzilla, we call them Gojira. Like that's I'm that's gonna call him G- Gojira because Brian Cranston, he wasn't even in the movie long enough for me to right. Like right, right. Like that dude died in the first. I take of that movie. I take Walter White over Inspector Gadget. You did, you know I mean, yeah, really. So. Like Matthew Broderick. I, I mean, I mean, I forgot Matthew Broderick was a special gadget. Man, like, like, that's the, like this. We it was like Mary Poppins on his head. Everything was in that damn hat. That's right. Hat. You know, we're probably the only hat. people in the last 15 years have mentioned Matthew Broderick being an Inspector Gadget. Like, the only <laughs> like, like all like the way from so look, about his, him being an Inspector Gadget. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I do respect Matthew Broderick because of what he did in Glory. But that's it. Of what he did in Glory. <laughs> He Man, I do with Ferris Bueller in, in the confe- in the Union Army. Right. 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 Ferris Bueller in the Confederate. Yes. Man, they threw that weak ass mustache on dude and let him. They let Denzel him. Washington. I was not feeling. Whoop it. Denzel, man, and Denzel and looked at him. Like, they gave my man that one solid tear. One tear. Oh, that one tear. That one. It looks like Lee's pick was Darth Vader and Rogue, Rogue One, one. movie Star Wars. So, do you like? Did you like when he walked in at the end of Rogue? Of 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 Rogue One. If we're talking about the, straight up entrance, when he was when he's that, about to come in, or yes. was that we talking about like, oh shit, here come the man? He I think it's, it's the entrance because right? finally, like they finally made Darth Vader scary in his mm-hmm. entrance. Now right. what they did with Leia, we've already talked about, is garbage, and I'll I'll fuck up someone. I got one. Tell me not. I got one. His entrance, yes. You know yeah. what entrance was was good. Lady Evelyn on the Wiz. You remember when she walked oh, in and they was all, oh shit. I just watched that two weeks ago. <laughs> when she walked in and they was working and they, man, you, Ooh. that's fear, bro. And she got up on that shit, like, got up on that thing with the, mm. yeah, you know. No, see. I got one that's going to top it all. Debo. Friday, because <laughs> he was on a little, a little Yo, tiny bike. Hold on, let me talk my chain. In. He was, a, he was on me? a little tiny bike. And you heard the creaks of the bike and the Jaws music. You can't tell me you want to be on the show, man. You can't yep. tell me that. Like, Jaws, even in the theater, you Jaws thought he was going and, like Demo that... was around the corner. It was going to jack your chain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. My grandma yeah. wouldn't let me get a chain. It honestly brought graffiti art. The Wiz, like, yeah, it had like the oh, most definitely. Wiz has everything, yeah. everything, it Just... had everything in it, and it had everything that you wanted to see in art format, including there. a 40 year old Dorothy <laughs> and a black Michael. Well... <laughs> and, and you failed to mention what Ricky just. A black Michael Jackson. A black Michael Jackson. A black Michael Jackson. Yes. He had the curl. Like that was Michael Jackson. We had the curl and he was and he was still eating collard greens. 
Like that's that. Joe, Joe still had a belt on his he, ass because he was hanging because he was hanging with Dorothy and Richard Pryor. Yeah. And Nips and, and, and uh, Nipsey Russell. Nipsey. So right. you know. So you know he did some cocaine. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> melted, melted it all away. Yes. Um. Yeah. The Wiz is the Wiz is everything. I. I used Let- to back, back when I was a boss, like a manager. I used to play uh, "Ease On Down the Road" as my mm-hmm. exit song on Fridays. That's mm-hmm. how my team knew I was leaving. They couldn't no. leave because they were still on the clock, but I got off the clock. That's how I let them know I was it's on. It's cold blooded. <laughs> right, you hear that song? Like, don't, don't you carry nothing that might be a load? Ease on down the road. Uh, so, if there could be a remake, and I know that's blasphemy, but if there could a be a remake. Of the Wiz, not the Wiz, not the not Wizard of Oz, TV. yeah, the not TV. that TV shit. Like an actual <laughs> black folks in Wiz who would play the characters. I'm casting Marlon Wayans as Scarecrow. That works. Marlon, <laughs> that's a good one. Throw Bruno, Bruno Mars in there is is something. Bruno Mars somewhere. He's, he's I would, I would Morgan say the Wiz. Morgan Freeman has to be the the the. Hello. No, 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 no. Better yet, because I feel like Snoop Dogg is the new Morgan Freeman. I feel like Snoop Dogg has the win. <laughs> he, he does nar- he narrates nature. Narrates everything. Now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Snoop Dogg for the wins. Yep. That's funny. Then, can we get Vin Diesel in there somewhere? <laughs> As a cowardly lion. Because they they had two villains in that because that motherfucker that had the little uh, 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 that shit was scary yeah. as fuck that was too. Scary. That, was scary. that was and I forgot how scary it was when I was letting my eight year old watch it. He's like, Mommy, what's that? <laughs> what is oh, and the no fucking fuck. columns start coming out and shit. Yeah. Columns. Yeah. I feel Ooh, like Kodak, I feel like Kodak Childish Gambino needs to be in there, but I don't know as what. <laughs> <Kodak>. <laughs> yeah, he just gotta be in there. Maybe he's just be Childish Gambino. Like yeah. he just like he's just a character. Like he could just, just walk here. around with no shirt and a vest on because that seems to be his style he's now. Doing the he thing. Like, you know, he got the little, yeah. he got a little taco awesome. meat chest hairs. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, that little old, right here. Well, how you get old school chest hairs like that, bro? We ain't got chest hairs like that no more. Right. You get that perm, shit. <laughs> You got nice there, bro. Like, wait, but who's okay. gonna be your villains? So who's gonna be your witches? The witches, Cardi B. Yeah, because you gotta have, because you have to have. Oh, the, Cardi B the, would be fun. Elizabeth. Cardi B would be fun. Actually, you get all your female. You get like Meg, um, Cardi, and yeah, even Lizzo. like Lizzo together. They would be fun together. That would actually oh, see, be I can see Lizzo doing Dorothy too. Because she's very That's upbeat. A- yeah, happy. that's not that's Positive. not a bad door thing. Because she's not no, like she's not. She's not she might even knock down. She might do her way through it. <laughs> so she, you Who'll know. be a good Dorothy? Lizzo. Lizzo. Because oh. she's yeah. the kind of person who's like happy even when shit is like right. not not unrealistically. When people happy, talking shit like, directly to her face, and she's she like, "But do you see me?" And but, then she right. just goes on with the life. So yeah, yeah she would be a good. Yeah. She would be a good. Yeah. Dorothy. She would be good. And she might show her butt cheeks. She would. I mean, she can use some butt cheeks. It won't fit her the way it fit Diana Ross back in the day. <laughs> right. We, we updating. We I'm updating. Put it on anyway. <laughs> we updating. Hey, have y'all seen that that clip of um um? 
Jonathan Majors and uh, Michael B. Jordan checking out the the newscaster as she's walk as she walks away. Yeah. No, I missed that part. So they're doing a little they're doing like a little Creed interview or whatever, and so there's a little bit of flirtation going on or something like that or whatever. And at the end of her thing, they're like, "Thank you, thank you. This is you know nice, whatever is nice. Okay, okay." And then she gets up and she's thick as a hotel pillow, so she's just walking through the screen, and you just watch their whole necks breaking, just watching her go. They're still on camera, but someone decided to put that on online so that all of us knew that they will check on Big Girl. It's on complex. It's on complex. I, so. <laughs> I, 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 saw it, I literally did the same thing they did. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 was I, like, I, like when they was the heads were turning, mine was turning too. And then I was like, oh, they were looking because I was looking. Oh, uh, you know, you didn't even see them looking because you were looking. Hey, yeah. I, I'm gonna tell you like this, and this is just some real talk. When women, they, they when they see a good looking dude, they oogled and they ogle, you know what I'm saying? Like, she was a beautiful woman, they couldn't help it. Like, it's just a reflex. Yep. It's like somebody step on my foot, I'm gonna say, ow. It was it was in sightline too. They was kind of like I'm gonna look I'm gonna look ahead of time. Like I'm gonna look over here, but then she's gonna walk through. And they were like trying to be slow with like, well, (laughs) Jonathan Jonathan breaks his neck. Yeah, like Michael just just kind of he kind of does this, like he's trying Mm, to be kind of back. Yeah, he's trying to be cool, but but yeah, you can see you can see it. Oh, that's a blurdy thing I did. I saw Creed. I saw. Last of Us, I saw Mandalorian, but yeah, I saw Creed. That's yeah. what I did. This I just downloaded Last of Us, so yeah. I, I got. A, I got. I'm gonna take a drive to Chicago. Oh, I thought you were about to talk about nice, it. I, nice. I didn't watch the last. No, episode. I would never do that to you. <laughs> if you were about to be the spoiler king, I was like, Man. nope. We're gonna fight. We're gonna fight as a spoiler king. Yes. Um. Well, we got 45 minutes in, and we barely talked about 50 50 because we have fun. Um, yes, is there better. any <laughs> is there any 50-50 stuff y'all want to talk about before we get up out of here? So yeah, we're doing a lot of different things. So one, we're in the middle of kind of rebranding, refocusing, kind of just a rehatch, not rebranding like what's out there is out there. We want it to be out there. Those are all origin stories, but they're all under Natura series. So like okay. all of these characters fall into one big pot of something bigger that's about to happen. And um, we're going to be sharing that with you a lot more this summer. Um, another thing we're going to do is we have a spinoff coming out and it's just going to be like, remember those nice funnies that used to be in the Sunday comics every Sunday, the little strips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going back to that. So we're getting a little old school on you. And Table 23 is going to launch this summer, written by Leon Tall. And uh, illustrated by our newest uh, artist, Valerio, out of, I believe, Ecuador. And I'm probably going to get my ass kicked, and it's probably wrong, but... <laughs> y'all, y'all do a lot of ass kicking over there. <laughs> well, because we actually, in the last five years... Lee is 6'6". In the last five years, we've had at least four artists, and they have not been in country. So mm. <laughs> it's, oh, okay. it's kind yeah. of hard remembering and then getting it just right where they're from like mm. especially when if i'm not working with him on a project i don't get to know him like that you know right, so right. yeah because they're usually there for maybe one or two projects and then they're gone again so mm. um but this guy this kid he is awesome he is absolutely phenomenal it has a lot of that just very classic comic sunday comic funny feel to it and he's bringing that in the teen drama of table 23 which is a spinoff for kaya who is trapper's daughter 
and you'll get to see her in her own element of being a 13 year old girl just dealing with her everyday dramas. So, all right, that'd be good for that's me. some of the things we're also kicking yeah. off Ill Intent. And actually, Ricky wrote an issue of Ill Intent, yeah. um, Brandon yeah. wrote an issue of Ill Intent, oh, and then yeah. I wrote an issue of Ill Intent, and Leon's wrote an issue of Ill Intent. So, we're kicking off Ill Intent this summer as well. And the ill intent is basically our zombie-like villains. We actually go kind of a deep dive into why these people become zombies. Like what makes that like they got a choice? Happen. Because they're not zombies. They're not, they're actually undead. They're not okay. dead per se. So if you think about uh The Last of Us, where these people are infected with like fungi, mm-hmm. well, it's kind of the same on, thing, on, but they're infected on. with a different type of metamorphosis it's like your everyday shit is literally like me binge watching youtube turns me into a zombie oh, okay. <laughs> I can see how that okay. gets life choices yeah. choices yep, your life choices i got you a lot of commercialism and capitalism basically basically it's like an inside of now what's kind of like turning us into zombies now just Visualized, personified, this? or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> Just like walking down the street, watching someone do that. Yeah. All right. Um. So as of right now, most of the most of your properties are within one universe, right? The Natura universe. But are you jumping out of the universe at some point, or is everything going to always possibly tie so back in? It's all into... So everything is tied to the Notori universe, but it's not in the Notori universe. So okay. Earth is still in... You know, Earth is still in whatever okay, prime they're in. And then yeah. um, where Brandon's suit comes from, which we learn that eventually in one of his shorts, it's a whole different planet and solar system together too. Um, and so we're going to... They're going to be diving into it, but a lot of it is we're building it as we go. Okay. So, like, we're literally, we haven't even scratched the surface, but the thing that um, Lee will probably really want me to mention is that we're going to dive into what the Naturaverse is and what that planet looks like and what those deities are and all of that this summer in his Genesis series, which is, like, the pivot point of how all of these people inherit their powers to begin with. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So, kind of like um, scientists ourselves within this comic realm and we just discovered this new uh world and these new universes and these new characters and new powers and so as we're building um it's all it's like we're discovering new things is about it as well uh mm-hmm. the way the audience is and it's a beautiful organic story and it's uh it, you know we work really well as a team and then you got all of these characters from different perspectives and they come from different uh points within all of these different dynamics and it's just a good fun, uh, fun adventure for for the audience. Uh, and it's it's a it's a real good tale. Um, and and it's a lot of action, a lot of a lot of a lot of also social commentary as well. Uh, so you know when, when you get in the literature, just you know not you know pum pow bang. It's also uh, you know underneath you got three dimensions uh, of, of society. You do and, and we work pretty hard to bring it together. So. <clears throat> That's good to hear. Everybody that's, awesome. It that's awesome. Is there anything y'all are excited about that's not already on the books that you're looking you're looking forward to after this summer's? Honestly, drops? I'm excited about Comic Palooza because this year we're actually hosting a booth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Honestly, nice. and this is a this is like one of those <clears throat> con type events, and we haven't done one of those as okay. 50 comics yet. 
So we've all kind of went out and did our own little adventures doing like fairs and uh, different uh, stuff. Like uh, Ricky will put us, I mean, he's there as Illa La Jury, but he'll put our uh, stuff out and, you know, do two tables at once. But to actually do a full booth dedicated to just 50-50 with our comics, our artwork, all of our artists on display, all of the authors on display, and then us there, and actually all three of us being in one space. Mm. Don't go to Mexico just yet. Come to Kamapalooza. I mean, <laughs> I've literally already got my plane ticket, but... <laughs> we'll <laughs> If I could, we, yeah, I mean, we're actually all going to be in one space. So I was like, this is probably going to be the biggest thing yet. And I'm, I'm super excited for it. And then like, whatever happens after this, I mean, these doing these podcasts literally, and I appreciate you guys for having us on tonight. Cause doing these podcasts have been the most amazing thing just to be in somebody else's demographic mm. once, and just yeah. kind of being able to share our word and share our, what we're doing and you know, who we are. Yeah, that's awesome. That. Yep, we gotta help for, each other. You know what I mean. For us, I kind of feel like it's a mix between like an excuse to force us to have our weekly friend chat. You know that we just happen <laughs> to videotape for yeah. everybody else to watch. But the other part is like, <laughs> it gives me. I made a joke about it last week, but I'm kind of serious. Like it gives me an excuse to stalk people without it being weird because like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because, like I'm really into you know like people's talent and stuff i'm 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 really excited about the kind of stuff that we're out here doing and since we struggled so much as kids to to find people who look like like it's not like i'm walking around expecting i'm gonna find like a black japanese british superhero character unless i create it or something like that but just seeing somebody that was like me like us in some kind of way which is well, I, I mean you never know with 50 50 because we have a rainbow of characters I mean, well, a rainbow. If, if you, if you like need a black Japanese colonizer British from we will Long Beach, do that. that. Yeah, you know, yes. Ricky or White. It might be Silas's new girlfriend. You got purple hair and shit. You know, I'm a whole. I'm a you whole. You never know what I'll bring. The only purple hair is Mark. Sorry. Got a limelight on that one. Got a Rick. Huh? You got her. Yeah, I say you never know what kind of uh, character I'll bring in. Right on. <laughs> I can yeah. definitely put one together. Let's go, Rick. Yeah, Japanese, black Japanese, and British colonizer. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to be really clear because my nana, even though she married a black man, there was colonization happening. For sure. <laughs> you're about, you're, you're <laughs> it make, was an attitude. A lot of ass. You're gonna be so wrong. No, you're gonna be so wrong. Like X-ray vision. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> everything. I'll, I'll take them all. Throw it all I'll in there. I'll take all the things. Uh, uh, do, do you want to tell everybody how to find first, I guess, the 5050s platform? And then if y'all want to share your stuff too. So yeah, everybody I mean, know how to if, you, if you obviously want to watch, subscribe, buy, visit. Bye. Bye. Hang out. <laughs> Definitely buy. Log on to buy it and then come to the cons. We will yes. autograph your comics for See, you. Yes. It's these two. But you have these, these two. <laughs> Where am I? So yeah, just log on to www.5050comics.com and that's the number 50 to word 50 comics comics.com. You all spell it like us. See, listen, this is a point of, of problem for me because we comics, it makes sense. C O M I X, it makes sense on its own. Right. But yeah. we're mixed, so that's why we spelt it with the X. 
But people so we will... did it because we are not an everyday comic, and we kind of we mix up. We have a variety of mixes going on, which is, is. what bothers me is that people pronounce our show blurred co-mixed. <laughs> when we're a comic book podcast, <laughs> like, yeah, it don't make no fucking sense. Um, yeah, it's so funny. I guess there's another one because when I actually type it in without the ed, I get a blurred comics on YouTube, and I'm like, oh, man. I wonder this if that was when I say people I know. I, I wonder so. if that was when I messed up because there was one time there was early on when I was like grabbing all the things that you could possibly google i wonder if that's yeah. me yeah. but i haven't touched it yet or something like that um and if you guys are never doing anything in your free time and it's earlier in the day please uh drop me a line i actually for 50 50 comics we have coffee chicks and comics uh -huh. oh nice but nice. i'm the only chick right now so i am always looking for uh people to interview and or come on our show so All right. you guys and i got my radio people. show on saturdays at six and i would love to have you guys on and you know you want to do an interview and yeah. i would love to interview you guys go. as well we'll do some cross yeah. promotion you know what i'm saying yeah, so some, love, some radio hugs some, some podcasts yeah. radio hugs you yeah. know it that's good, yeah. And if you need like something, that, huh? just make that up. <laughs> I like it because I don't like to hug in real life, but like internet that hugs, podcast internet hug, 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 internet hug. That works. Yeah, because people don't bathe. A lot of people don't bathe. You can hit up Ricky because uh, he has some dope elf ears going on. Um, and oh, you make them and stuff. Yeah, oh, that's part of his jury line right now. Oh, dope. Nice word. Um, drop all of those links in the in the comments in so that I can I can put it in the show notes too, and I'll put it in on the on the YouTube after the fact so people can check y'all out also. Sure. Will do. Okay. Um, let's see. I guess that's yeah. We we're about we're about that time. About so that we, time. we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. So I'm gonna get all of those links. I'm gonna put them in the show notes. Go ahead and follow us at Blurred Comics on all of the social medias. B L E R D C O M I X E D. For those who are listening audio only. And if you want to drop some coins in the tip jar, you can hit us up on our coffee page, ko-fi.com slash blurred comics podcast. And I think that's it till next week. Thank that's you, 5050, we... for joining us. We had a fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Come you back anytime. We can chop it up again in the future. And um, anytime you need you are gonna be at some place, we'll just re regram and retweet and share with everybody else. All of that, all Comic Palooza. Comic Palooza. Yes. Comic Palooza. Houston. And like we always do about this time, you just just roll with me. Because what we like to way. say is bye. bye. <laughs> Mommy made me mash my M and M. Blurred Comics is a main hustle media podcast, co-hosted by The Blazing Blurred and Blurred Vision. Produced and edited by Charmaine Fury. Music is Run Brooklyn Run by H. Wood Players. If you like our show, please drop some coins in our tip jar at ko-fi.com slash blurred comics podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. Peace, y'all. Main Hustle Media.
Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.